Welcome to the next Movement 8 uh, video podcast. I'm here with Robin Jeffries, who is a technology and transformation leader, uh, currently at Billing Finance and also previously CIO of Al Rayan Bank. Um, Robin, thanks very much for joining me today. Thanks, Rick. Good to be here. Great. And uh, look, I always start these things by asking you to give me a bit of a bit of a potted history and a bit of a um, insight into your journey to, to to where you are today. Yeah, certainly. So, I mean, I, I kind of go back to the beginning. I started uh, university. I did drama and psychology and, and really focused on behavioural change, doing work experience in to uh, really help people change behavior um worked out quite quickly that really wasn't going to pay the bills and then went into uh, finance started uh, nationwide building society in the branch and then moved to yorkshire building society and looked after a couple of branches yeah society and worked my way through uh, operations working in underwriting and then team management um, and that's probably where my journey into change and technology started. So at the very beginning of my career, technology really didn't feature much. We wrote everything down in the branch on pieces of paper. Um, and then when I moved to, to Portman, there wasn't a central change or technology team. When there was projects to be done, people from around the business got called, they got put into a room, they delivered their projects, and then they went back to their business areas again. Right. Um, and in those days, I worked on a number of projects building systems for mortgage processing. Um, and I also then got pulled into a whole host of merger and acquisitions uh, that we did as a, as a company. Um, as Portman then grew, they then formed a central transformation team that was probably in the early 2000s. And I went and joined uh, that team, worked on a whole host of different projects and then uh, nationwide bought portman and then my journey went into nationwide which was a much bigger organization um, and i worked in change initially in the product lines um, and then in the central transformation team where i primarily looked after um, digital and building nationwide's next generation digital banking platform which was that real shift from taking customers going into branch to transact and getting them onto online to transact yeah. they delved into uh, doing psd2 and authentication and then into changing how change was delivered and utilizing agile in a much larger organization and trying to take some of those principles from agile so that's where my grounding was um mm -hmm. i then left nationwide went to around which was a very small um bank uh, largest islamic bank in the uk but small comparative to nationwide yeah and there i looked after technology and data and change and really went about again on supporting their digital banking journey so how you move people from going into branch onto online and we built as well as moving all the infrastructure from them up into the to the cloud so um real technology journey there yeah um, i then left Ariane and went to hampshire trust bank where uh, when i first started there was broadly one main platform one system and we went about building a bank putting in integration layers building channel applications that were suitable for different uh, devices and browsers putting in aml systems a data warehouse 
and growing the foundations from a technology perspective to enable the bank to grow. Um, and I've recently just moved to, to Billing Finance where we're on a similar journey, um, very uh, good business, very uh, profitable, wants to grow and, and it's now the right time to look at what are the foundations that we need to put in to enable that growth, to support yeah. the business in, in growing and flourishing as a business. Perfect. So I, I've got I've got two 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 questions on that on that journey, um, because it sounds like you, you you found your niche. Or not, I wouldn't say by accident, but but it kind of carved carved it out quite relatively early on in your in your career. So did you did you kind of strategically think? Look, I, I'm really enjoying this. This is where I want to take my career in that project management, change delivery that that type of route when you when you first started doing it no i think if you go back to what i enjoyed at university which was behavioral change and people yeah change, um and i soon realized that uh working on a project is very similar where it's not necessarily about the technology it's about bringing people together who have got different skill sets different capabilities working to create an optimal team that performs well together to achieve that goal and there's nothing yeah. for me like that buzz of implementing something and the customers or the business or whoever's getting the benefits going that's really made my life really easy and the yeah. team feeling very satisfied by that so it's really understanding the power that the technology drives um in order to help people have a better life than they, they've currently got today whether they're an employee or whether they're a customer yeah Okay, so so all all defined by um, the people and, and and being able to embed that change and transformation into into a, into a business and improve people's journey, whether on whether a customer or, or or internal in the business. Yeah, and I think there's there's that outcome and driving for an outcome, and that's really important. I I, I hate putting technology in and then no one uses it and then in what six 12 months you're decommissioning it that to me is a complete waste of time yeah. seeing the okay. people in your project team grow um and get their confidence and really enjoy delivering and seeing what you then give out to your customers and to the business is the is the bit i really enjoy and yeah. really um drives me forward okay and 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 when you when you started uh, i guess it I'm assuming it was probably sometime at kind of nationwide. Um, when did you? When did the penny drop that that, that actually? Yeah, you, I'm pretty good at this, and 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 you were looking for a step into real exec leadership role, transformation director, CIO, that that type of thing. And and was that growth organic for you, or was it a conscious decision? I think there's there's two bits there there rick so i say I, I never fully know i'm really good and this is what i want to do i've always got that kind of imposter syndrome in the back of my mind yeah. i think everyone has that and that's something that i um, have learned to control and, and manage over my career but it's always there um yeah but i i didn't go i want this job title or i want to do this my my drive was more i enjoy helping people um, and I know that I've got experience. I can just talk to people uh, to help them and vice versa. I love learning from other people, particularly in the technology space. My children, for example, are far more 
au fait with the <laughs> technology trends than I am and constantly teach me about what's new, what's coming up. And um, I like then trying to place, well, how are we going to use that in um, tomorrow's world in, 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 from a business perspective? So uh, it, it's that two-way thing. And, and that's why I think I've kind of got to uh, where I am. And I, I think that's why um, people say I'm good at it. And I kind of know that I, uh, to an extent I'm, I'm good at it, but it's because I'm not telling people what to do. I want to create an environment where they can be their best and they can tell me what to do. Um, yeah. And then I can help support making sure that that's the way we go. Okay. So, so it sounds to me like, it, like you say, it wasn't really a conscious decision at all. It just kind of, it just flowed as you had more experience, got bigger projects uh, and, and worked on bigger pieces that just it just grew organically for you to get to get to that level right yeah very much so and I think uh, one of the things that I've learned is um, always to grasp the opportunity when it's presented to you and doesn't matter when that opportunity is presented and you may have fear that you're not going to be great at it or you may think it's not the right time but but grab it and have a go and be brave um, and I think if you do that then the path uh, leads the way for you um but that's something again that you need to be really comfortable doing yeah um, and when the opportunities there grasping it with both hands and, and making the most of it and and you mentioned something uh you mentioned something earlier about about learning and i think there's there is a you know a, a definite learning curve um when you move into you know leadership positions and and potentially bigger leadership positions and then exec level positions and that 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 transition um what were the what were the main skills that you felt you needed to learn and how did you how did you go about picking those skills up would you say is there anything that you can pinpoint yeah so so i always go from a, a personal perspective and i use this when i'm interviewing people as well uh, that there are three things that I think people should be, and it's my ACD approach. So authentic is number one. You need to know who you are, what your skill set is, what you're good at, what you're not good at. That's really important. Mm -hmm. uh, the C stands for curiosity. So really uh, trying to understand. It's not about knowledge. It's about understanding um, and just digging in just to make sure, well, how, why is that working that way? And why is that a problem? And yeah. really getting that um, kind of curiosity going. And then the last bit is delivery. Um, and I think as you progress up the, the ladder, the, the, the skill is to broaden that across the whole business and really understand um, how the whole business works, because that's going to help you do your job better. And then that's going to give you uh, greater breadth in, in your understanding. Um, and I think, luckily for me, working in transformation means you work across the whole business. But yeah. even when I'm in technology, actually getting out to the uh, employees that use it, speaking to the customers and, and getting their understanding um, really then helps you drive forward um, what you need to do from that perspective. Yeah. So anybody that interviews now with you is going to come with perfect <laughs> answers for, <laughs> for for those for those questions. Um, and is there is there is there kind of a, like a, um, a piece of advice or something that you would say to yourself, uh, knowing what you know now to your, I don't know, 20, 20 something self just just starting out at, at, at Nationwide? 
Yeah, there's probably two bits of advice um, that people have given me. So this is me stealing their advice and, and yeah. um, sharing it. So I think the first one is um, trust your instinct. Um, you all have an instinct for a reason. And sometimes people may try and convince you to go a different way. But if it doesn't smell right, 99% of the time it isn't. Um, yeah. And you just need to have faith in in that spidey sense. Um, yeah rather than listening to what people are telling you. So that's number one. I think the other bit is don't try and change fundamentally who you are. Um, yes, learn. Yes, develop. Yes, grow. But you've been successful in your life to your point because of who you are. Um, yeah. And I think in the early part of my career, I wanted to be someone different because I thought someone different was needed to be the next level or the next job role or um i had to change yeah and that the the dawning on me that it's not a silver bullet it's not about a change it's just those little tweaks as you learn and understand and grow um that's that's really important and that's a real mindset uh mindset shift that uh really helped me then move forward yeah and i think that's that's a it's a relatively it's a relatively recent i guess kind of development in leadership isn't it or theory in leadership is that kind of authenticity you know and I say relatively but like early 2000s maybe even a little bit before that the management and leadership was much was wasn't necessarily about that was it it was about being the bull in the room and uh, and you know having that bravado and, and that and that front whereas certainly over the last 20 years I think it's really developed is um, you, you have to be an authentic leader. You have to be yourself because that's what people buy into and that's what inspires people, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. And again, if I go back to the very early part of my career, you had the manager in the office and then the rows of yeah. employees out in front of them and you were told what to do. It was a very dictatorial style and um, actually you don't get the best out of people uh, that way and actually now my my job is to remove waste so people can do their job better I'm not there to tell them what to do because most of them know their role better than I do anyway yeah. but I'm there to listen and help and support and and help them to be better there's a whole host of uh, books I'll come and look at my, my bookshelf um, here but I think Turn the Ship Around it was a really great book around leadership where it's not about you dictating orders it's about you telling people what your mission is what outcome you're trying to achieve and then let them work out um, yeah is it the right thing to do is it the safe thing to do if you can answer those two questions then you get on and do it and my job is to communicate where we're going uh, what the guide yeah. rails are and then let people flourish and be their best self perfect and, and we, we're touching on kind of the traits of successful successful leaders um, are, are there any other traits that you would point out as um, key for people who you know strive to 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 get to that kind of exec level CIO level director level I think I think it's being kind and, and being fair with everybody um, no matter who they are and, and who they work for so again I'm a really big fan on my projects that I don't really care who pays your bills whether you're a contractor whether you're a supplier whether you're an employee we're a group of people with a group of skill sets. How do we all work together um, in order to achieve the outcome? And the same goes for 
any team or group or or business that I, I'm working for, which is um, uh, everyone's got a part to play and everyone's voice is really important. So how do you listen, um, understand what's going on, ask questions, um, but treat everyone with with fairness and, and in uh, in the best way. I think that's even more important as we kind of move into this remote hybrid world yeah. way of working where you can't see subtleties in body language and see people at the coffee machine yeah um, and so again it becomes even more important that you're really thoughtful about um how you're engaging with people and the um the image they're going to be left with after you've had that discussion with them yeah and i i realized that this this question i'm about to ask you is probably an entire podcast series in 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 itself um but how how have you how have you found that adaptation from um in-person leadership you know a few years back to 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 this remote uh, remote working and, and how have you i guess how how do you break down that 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 barrier of not seeing people you know every morning and they come in and they don't seem to see themselves is there anything that you've done differently now that you're potentially leading kind of more of a remote workforce? Yeah, I think I think when um, kind of the pandemic happened, everyone went home to begin with. Life became very transactional. Work became very transactional. Um, mm -hmm. And you could tell after six months that people were getting tired and worn out by the fact that it was all transactional. Um, and therefore putting in those time to have fun times when you're not just talking about work time when you're all being human is really important um, and you can do that virtually there's nothing wrong with that me and my yeah. team have a, a weekly meeting where we start off with a game um, very yeah. simple not work related uh, but it's really important because it's about people connecting with one another um, mm -hmm. and not them feeling that it's constantly do this, do this, do this, transaction, transaction after transaction. Yeah. Um, I think as well, being really disciplined about the time you spend with people, um, holding um, sank to sank those moments where it's their one-to-ones or talking about development outside of um, what's going on, on on the ground today becomes really important, more yeah. so now that we're in this remote world rather than um, we're all in the office so they're the things that I'm really um, keen and, and I put in place and probably put more emphasis on now than I ever did when I was running a team in an office yeah it's um, it, like I say it is it's a it's a huge topic isn't it you could delve into about culture in the workplace and all and all that sort of stuff but um, we'll stick we'll stick it rough, rough roughly to the script for for, for this one I think it's really important, Rick, and I, I kind of, even when I had teams in India um, who were doing all my development, actually, they really enjoyed me going out and talking to them face to face and explaining yeah. what we were doing to the business. And that just kind of stuck with me that that's really, people need that. You can't yeah. just tell them to go and do something. You've got to give them the context. And, and at the end of the day, we are all social people. We are all um, a social yeah. and we need to just be mindful of that. Yeah, so and look, that's um, a lot of that is about that uh, that realization 
um, uh, and um, awareness that that a lot of really good leaders, uh, really good leaders have. And, and how do you develop that? Um, not necessarily kind of um, not sixth sense, but but how do you how do you develop that and and become that kind of business leader transitioning from? I guess operational leader, um, or sorry, op- operator to, to 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 leader, and and having that business leader mentality as opposed to more of kind of a delivery mentality. I, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I think I kind of learned that in, in my operations, going from um, being an operator myself in the branch to running team of 100, 200 people in in. The operations and you learn that um they're all individuals um they want guidance on on what the future likes everyone wants a bit of clarity um mm-hmm. they want you to be open and honest with them if you can't tell them something don't pretend that it's not going on tell them look something's going on but i can't talk to you about it and be open yeah. and, and transparent but i think also be um human at the end of the day these people have got lives as well but it's um someone once described it as learning to you, you you run the army they're going through the jungle you've got to work out to get up the tree what's coming up ahead is there a big waterfall is there a cavern do i need to just direct my team a bit to the left or a bit to the right but then coming back down to the ground and talking to everyone and finding out what's going on so it's having the both of those roles mm-hmm. um, and being quite again quite disciplined about I'm going to do this role and then I'm going to go and do this role and making sure both get equal um, part of your focus. Yeah. Um, so look, I, I think we've covered quite a lot about that, um, that, that journey to leadership and, and also kind of what that, what that looks like when you, when you're there. So um, no, no journey to CIO, exec level, transformation director, whatever. None of them are plain sailing. I'm yet I'm yet to meet uh, somebody who's had it all uh, had it all uh, easy. So is there a is there kind of a mistake that you made um, that you that you learned from in particular, or anything that went disastrously wrong? Not too disastrously wrong, obviously, but but anything that went wrong that um, that you can share with us. Uh, I mean, there's a whole host of things that go wrong. Nothing ever goes uh, <laughs> smoothly. I, I think, um, and it's really interesting in financial services, the regulator are really keen on you working out what could go wrong and having a plan before they do. I mean, that's a real focus they've had over the last couple of years. I remember when I was uh, trying to build that uh, kind of next generation digital banking platform at Nationwide, um, and we found a, a problem in the security um in testing um and then we had to go back and redesign rebuild and it put us back six months and um it was a real blow uh, everyone felt really down about it uh, but what it taught me was if you can do things now do it think about it try and test it as early as possible even if you're going to go back and do a retest later on um everyone talks about this shift left mentality in project planning and it's absolutely key. Do, do your thinking up front. Um, mm-hmm. I think in the building trade, they say measure twice and cut once. Yeah. Um, and the same <laughs> applies in, in technology and, and transformation, which is 
really think about it get everyone's view in because if you can do that up front then it's going to be a lot easier to move forward the worst project is the one that at the 11th hour someone goes oh we've forgotten about x y or z yeah perfect um and the, the last uh last question i wanted to ask you is um there's a reoccurring theme again with uh, a lot of uh, execs and cios that i that i talked to um that they they didn't go on the journey uh, alone uh, and you know there was some support along the way um what support did you seek out uh, to i guess develop develop yourself further was it kind of a, anybody in you throughout your career who acted as a mentor or anything like that uh, i think again I've had loads and I've tried yeah. to keep them all um, and not one person is the right person to help you with everything. Um, so I have a whole network of people that I've uh, kind of collated along the way through my career, but I still keep in contact with. And again, I, f I find it's not about only talking to them when I need them, but also being there when they need me and also just being personable and, sending them a message at Christmas to wish them well and what's going on at the moment. And it's keeping that relationship alive. But um, I, I go back to, I don't know everything. Um, I yeah. constantly need help. Um, and I constantly request from people to, to, to help me out on things, whether it's a big board paper that I've got to write, whether it's an important decision that I've got to, to wrestle with. Um, I very rarely do it on my own. I will talk to a number of people in my network and and get their steer. Make my decision, but I want input from everyone just to make sure I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, it's, it's like having a, a, a team of non-execs, isn't it? Not team of Neds in your in your um, in your headspace almost. It, it it is, and I treat them all as friends because they are all friends, but the reason you do that is because they'll be open and honest with you um, yeah and if you're making the wrong decision they'll tell you you're making the wrong decision yeah. and that requires uh, that trust to be there and that trust is um you have to earn it it's not just given to you and you have to maintain it um and i've noticed that as well that people change and you've constantly got to work on your relationships uh, with them and that goes for my network as well as my team yeah Brilliant, uh, Robin. I think we'll we'll we'll, we'll leave it there. It's a really good sentiment to uh, to finish on. So thanks very much for for joining me. Thanks, very much appreciated. Thanks.